Welcome to the Dog Nerd Show, where we geek out over our best friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Michael, and this is a show about all things dog. Hey guys, it's so good to be here for our inaugural episode of the Dog Nerd Show. Absolutely, absolutely. And like we said, it's a show where we geek out on our best friends. Yeah, we really love dogs. Like, really love dogs. So we are so glad that you're here and that we have a community of fellow dog lovers ready to talk dogs. Absolutely. And and Megan, why did we start this podcast? Well, we want to educate people about dogs and how to be responsible dog parents. So there's a ton of stuff that you think you know, and then you really don't know. So when we got Finley, our oldest dog, 15, over 15 years ago, um, we both had previously owned dogs. That, well, not individually, but as we had dogs Families, growing yeah, up. Family yeah. dogs, yeah. But Finley was our first adult dog, as I like to yeah. say. And we learned a lot along the way. A lot of stuff that I, I w- like a lot of stuff that we know now, I wish we had known then because I think we have made some better decisions for his health and well-being since then. But we want to share all of that with you guys so that you can make the best decisions possible for your furry friends. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If we did, what's I was saying? If I only knew then what I know now, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Wow. But he is a healthy and spry 15-year-old dog. So I keep telling the vet, Let's just do what we need to do to keep him alive as long as possible. But he's in good shape. We've we've had our scares over the years, but um, but he's awesome. And we have Riley as well, who is tw- eleven. I almost said twelve. My gosh, she's eleven and um, crazy as ever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's the she's the nutty one. She's the one that makes you laugh. Yeah, she's our comic relief, and they're actually they're just snoozing and napping. If this were like 10 years ago, they would be barking and trying oh, to yeah. get in here. Trying to jump over the fence. Yeah. 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 They're, they're uh, incredible um, creatures and, and we love having them around. Yeah. They've just been a blessing to us. Yep. Every day I am thanking God for being able to be their caretaker because they're just, they're fantastic. They're just sweet and silly and goofy and lovable and you know we all say that we have the best dog ever and everyone's right right yeah everyone does have the best dog ever right and so one of our one of our goals of this show is to introduce people to you know different breeds different types of dogs um different activities yeah we've done some fun stuff with the dogs i I wish we had stuck with agility with Riley because she really enjoyed that. And that was fun for me, too. I think it was just kind of during the uh, the economic downturn and we yeah. stopped doing that. But, boy, that was fun. Yeah, she she seemed to like it a lot. Yeah. You know, she seemed to really enjoy it. She, uh, the other thing she seemed to like was barn hunt. Yeah. Because she didn't have to go underground. Right. Like, yeah, for right. like her dog. But, yeah, so, so that's... You know, we we definitely have a mission with this show, and that's to educate people and educate ourselves on being a better dog parents. Yeah. And and, and know, for those of you who are thinking about being yeah. a dog parent, you know, it's a it's a process that you should know a lot about, and 
You should make really educated decisions on the type of dog that you're going to get and what would work well for your family, your living situation, because we want people to be more thoughtful about this process. I often, people who know me know what a big dog lover I am and they will often say, don't you think everyone should have a dog? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> no. That's part of the problem is that people get dogs and they really aren't ready for them. They don't have the time for them. They don't realize what a commitment it's going to be. So right. we're so, here to educate and um, hopefully help people make yeah, that kinda, decision. Yeah, kind of clear the clouds over a lot of miscon- uh, misconceptions of of dogs and and then also we want to bring experts in you know and bring people in that you know like a vet you know because we're not vets and so we we can't advise you on a medical right you know decision but you know we've taken a holistic approach um in the last several years with our dogs and we've learned some amazing stuff that And we like want to share with you and, and have our vet uh, share and discuss like acupuncture. Finley's been getting acupuncture and yeah. would love to do a session with our vet where you guys can see what that's all about. Yeah, we'd like to like to bring them in so we can learn a little bit uh, more and, and share that with you guys. Um, and, and speaking of, of sharing, I think uh, you have something to share. You've done some uh, educating yourself with with some uh, very exciting books for uh, kids. Can you talk about your books? A little yeah, bit? so I am the author of the Riley Carson series, and my mission with those books is very similar to the mission of this podcast and video series, which is to educate people about responsible pet ownership and animal welfare within a fun adventure and mystery uh, series. So I, um, I was just like, so distraught over all of the animals that I saw in my Facebook feed. This is, I'm talking probably, gosh, 2011, 12, when Facebook was still organic and you actually saw your newsfeed as it really was. And I was seeing a lot from rescue groups and I thought, you know, how is it on the one hand, you have all these great people rescuing dogs. And then on the other hand, you have all of these irresponsible people who you know, aren't spaying and neutering and, and they're letting their dogs roam and contributing to the overpopulation problem. So, and then you've got the downright evil people who hurt animals. So I prayed about what can I do? Like little old me, I was actually at the time doing, um, I, I'm a graphic designer. So I was creating stationery and designs for dog lovers and donating a portion of the profits to animal welfare groups, but it really wasn't that much. And it was a minimal amount every year, and I thought, I need to do more. And right. so I prayed about what I could do. And two nights later, as I put my head on my pillow, I thought, I need to write books for kids. Wow, that's a great story. Because kids, you know, you can still reach kids, and, and they're for kids nine and up, eight if they're strong readers. What about what about kids like me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so kids and dog nerds because anyone who loves dogs I I, I think will like these stories and my adult friends who love dogs enjoy the stories so um yeah so I decided you know kids are you can still reach kids when they're 9 10 11 right and if we can educate children then they will educate their parents and they will all make better decisions so 
that's why I started writing. And it just was like uh, the passion was born. I always thought I would write a book, but I thought it would be like a coming of age novel or something like that. I never in a million years thought it would be a children's book series. And I love it. I just, it is so much fun to write. It is so much fun to read, to, to meet my readers. And right. Um, and hear what they think. And it's just, it's such got to be very rewarding. It is. Yeah. It is. Especially when I go to schools and talk to, you know, whole classes and, and just, it's just, that's when you're like, wow, this is incredible. Like I can actually reach these children. And so, um, it's often when you have to describe your book series in a quick sentence, I say it's like Nancy Drew meets animal rescue. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, um, Riley Carson is the main character. The series is called the Riley Carson series. And Riley Carson and her best friend, Finn, um, go on adventures together. And, oh, wow. um, you know, I had to make the, uh, the main character a female. And we needed a good female, strong, brave character. And her best friend, Finn, um, works side by side with her to save dogs. Oh, that's a great story. What a great way to reach out and help educate the, the, the children. A lot of times children are the ones that we need to listen to sometimes when it comes to, to pets, because if you can educate the children, then they can educate their parents sometimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And kids are open-minded still, you know, they haven't, they haven't become jaded or, um, they don't think they're right about everything like we adults can sometimes be. So, yeah. So the Riley Carson series was born and I wrote and published, um, Riley Carson and the Cherokee Caves, which is book one in 2015. And the second book, Riley Carson and the Quest for Justice came out in October of 2018. And I'm working on book three right now. Um, so it's a, it's, it's a passion project for sure. I love doing it. And um, I would get the books out sooner if I didn't still have to have a day job. So, um, so it's just, it's a lot of fun and I, I enjoy doing it. In fact, if you want to get a free sample of my writing, there is a prequel called Introducing Riley Carson, which you can get at my website, RileyCarsonSeries.com. It's a novelette, so it's a sh- it's longer than a short story, but not quite the length of a novel. Mm-hmm. And um, it, we meet Riley Carson, so it's um oh great it's a good place to start. So so is that the only place to to get your books? Or your of course not. Oh okay. <laughs> where, where else can we find your books? So they're available through Amazon, and if you go to RileyCarsonSeries.com, you can link directly to them. There's a couple other places where you can buy them. Of course, most people are on Amazon, so right, yeah. that's where they are right now. Wow. Do you ever do any book signings? Or Absolutely. So I'm usually at Alive in Roswell. I had to smile because looking over your shoulder, Finley just popped his head up. <laughs> he woke up from a nap. He's like, what are y'all doing in there? I didn't know you were sitting around talking into these weird things. <laughs> so, um, yes, so I do book signings a lot of times at Alive in Roswell. I just had one last week and um, in front of the downtown pooch, which has been a big support for me. Oh, they're awesome. Right there on Canton Street, guys. Yep, yep. V- it's a, um, a pet boutique for um, food and supplies and things like that. So they've been very supportive of me, and they let me park out on their lawn uh, during Alive in Roswell. So you can often check me out there. 
I will not be there in July, but, um, but you just go to my website to see where, when I'm going to be. And when you sign up to get that free prequel, you're signing up for my mailing list, which I oh, absolutely great. do not inundate you with stuff. I probably do not send enough emails. Um, but when there's events, I'll let you know of them. That's fantastic. That's, yeah. that's such a, such a cool way to reach young readers and young people about responsible pet ownership. That's yeah. fantastic. Thank you. Wow. I love it. It's, it's a passion. It's so much fun. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, we, we talk, we we're going to talk a lot here about health and about well being of dogs. And we've got some experience and, you know, one of them that we wanted to share in this first was, was a very, um, I, I don't know the word for it. I guess it's just shocking experience we had with, with, chewing gum yeah yeah so in addition to all the fun stuff that we want to talk to you guys about with this show there's some serious stuff that's happened with our own dogs that we want to talk to you about and um if you're not aware and i thought when this happened i was like i i know a lot about dogs right Right. yeah and i knew that chocolate was bad and and grapes and raisins onions yeah yeah so i i thought i knew a lot and um we were upstairs and we heard something that didn't sound right. Yeah, I think it actually got quiet. I think it, yeah. was, it was like, whoa, it's a little too quiet. What's going on? What's going on down there? And we uh, saw that one of the dogs had gotten on the kitchen table. And, and we have Border Terriers. They're like a Jack Russell-sized dog. So they're right. not very big, but they are very athletic and so and very persistent. They are, oh, yeah. they are very persistent. And, um, so one of the dogs had gotten, and now Finley is standing on the sofa behind you. It's really cute. Sorry. (laughs) So one of the dogs had gotten onto the table, got a pack of chewing gum, um, sugar-free chewing gum and eaten half a pack probably is what we gathered. And by the time we came downstairs, the evidence was on the floor and Riley, our female dog was near the, the package and Finley was curled up on the back of the sofa so we decided we should probably Google it just to be sure. And um, I'm very neurotic, very neurotic about my Yeah, dogs. but in this case. It paid off. Yeah. So we Googled it. And like the first entry was something like, oh, your dog's just going to have good breath for a week. And then the second entry was like, if your dog got sugar-free chewing gum that has xylitol in it, you need to take them to a vet immediately. Yeah, and, and that's no joke either. It It, it really was an emergency emergency and, and of course it didn't happen you know at two o'clock on a tuesday it happened on a friday night like at 8 30 at night and so there's no v- regular vets open so we're on the way to the emergency vet yeah. and, and we're and well we're let's leaving step the, back yeah we, we yeah. thought since riley was yeah. the one on the floor we thought Riley got into the gum. And so right. we were like halfway out of the neighborhood and our neighborhood is, you know, we were in the back of it. So we were like halfway out. And I said, what if it was Finley? Yeah. And of course I'm like stopping and going, Oh yeah. What if it was? So yeah. we turned around, got Finley as well. And we took both dogs to the emergency vet and they gave them both, um, activated charcoal to make Correct. them throw up. And they said, Finley, definitely his, Threw up, throw up smelled like mint. Mint. 
Yep. And Riley did not. In fact, she didn't have anything concerning in hers. Um, actually, I think they gave him something else to make him throw up. I think the activated charcoal was what they gave her just in case right. she had ingested anything. But um, Yeah, so, I think yeah. they went one step further with Finley once they realized. Well, that oh, it, yes. Yeah, yes. They were like, yeah, we got to we got to get all this out of him. So essentially, yeah. So activated charcoal was given to Riley just to make sure she didn't have anything in her. And, um, for Finley, it was every hour they were flushing his system with, um, fluids. And I don't know all the technical stuff that they did, but I know that he had to stay overnight and that we were told one stick could have killed him. One stick of chewing gum could have killed him. You know, he's like a 17 pound dog. So, um, but he had probably half a pack and, um, so it was, it was very serious. We could have lost him and thankfully we did not. The, the vet's office um, took care of him overnight. And then the next day we had to take him to our vet and they kept administering fluids all day long. Correct. Yeah. And we, we were able to get him around five thirty in the evening. Um, but boy, I mean that was that was rough. It was it was scary, especially when we realized the severity of it, and and what could have happened. We had no idea that sugar free chewing gum, but yeah. yeah, could have been so deadly. So we want to make sure that you guys are all aware of this. Um, it's not just chewing gum. There's a lot of sugar free candies and foods now because it's it's a sugar alcohol right it's like a sugar replacement yeah so xylitol is a sugar alcohol and whatever it does i'm not a chemist but whatever it does to dogs it can cause them to have liver failure so um and 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 death so um anything sugar-free that you have make sure that it is well away from your dogs anywhere they can get to i mean i think all of the chairs were even pushed in on that table maybe have, not but i have no idea how i don't know if they worked as a team or what i have <laughs> no idea how they got to that um uh, but needless to say we we don't really bring oh, no sugar-free no sugar-free anything stuff. into our house after not that, to mention you know. now our our kitchen table is a taller height yeah <laughs> so we will yeah we want the counter height kitchen table um so it's now impossible well knock on wood impossible for them to get up there yeah and we don't keep up anything up there now so no. so you know we it's just being knowledgeable about what is harmful and keeping that away from your animals because it could it could be a bad situation so if you've learned one thing today we're, we're hoping yeah. that this helps you and and please definitely share this information with the other dog lovers in your life because I know this has happened to people who did not understand the severity of it, where their situations did not end like ours did. So we're forever yeah. grateful. Yeah, and, and we're we're looking forward to bringing in experts that can, you know, enlighten us on other things that that we may not know or or that are both bad for dogs and good for dogs. And you know, we're we're really excited about bringing in the experts and then bringing in people that have other breeds yeah yeah we really want um want to bring you from the the horse's mouth so to speak we want to uh interview other dog owners so that they can let you know all of the little things that are particular about their breed for instance we got 
border terriers and we read that they don't shed. <laughs> and if you have a border terrier, you're laughing like I'm doing right now. Because you know that couldn't be farther from the truth. You will have a dust doggy by the end of the first day. I can tell you that much. <laughs> or at least weekly, you will have a dust, another yeah. dog, a dust dog. But yeah, yeah they, um, so things like that, like border terriers and most smaller terriers that are meant to um, hunt underground. They have barks that are meant to be heard underground. So the idea with that is when these dogs were bred, they were bred so that they could fit into small like foxholes and badger holes. Right. And they would either bolt the quarry out of the hole or they would sit there and dig and bark and let you. So you, the hunter, could know where to dig. So they have very, very loud barks, which we know. And I'm thinking it might happen sooner than later because I think Finley's up and getting ready to go to the door and bark at us. But <laughs> sooner or later, you're going to hear our dogs bark. Yeah, you. so we're the dog nerd show, so you're going to hear dogs in the background while we do this uh, podcast. But uh, that's our, just... Our dogs are our, our family. Yeah, that's just part of it. We're It's uh, apropos, I think, for, for our show, yes. is hearing a dog bark in the background. But we also want to talk to you about fun things you can do with your dogs, Um shelters and rescues just did you know that you can get a purebred dog from a shelter or rescue group right not only can you get them from a shelter but there are breed specific rescue groups for every major dog breed out there so if you're looking for a german shepherd i can guarantee you you can rescue a german shepherd exactly and and you can get a puppy you can get an older dog you know that's one of the things that that I want to, you know, talk about and probably bring an expert in on is, is, you know, age, human age specific dogs, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, because I have older parents and they've, they've talked about, um, getting a dog and they really haven't pulled the trigger on it. And there's probably a reason why, but you know, they're older, so they don't don't need need a a puppy. puppy. (laughs) Yeah. They need, they need a already trained, you know, rescue dog. Probably like an eight-year-old dog would be great. Yeah, and, you know, that's one of the things where, you know, that's just my thoughts. I'm not saying that that's 100%, but that would bring somebody in that that deals with that. Well, it's a consideration. You know, when my parents recently got another Yorkie after their dog died, um, I had said, you know, maybe you guys need to get a little older dog, and, you know, we can – we can wait and find one at a they, shelter. They, they didn't know they got a puppy, didn't they? They got a puppy. <laughs> and boy, he's still a puppy. He's a, he's, a, he's over a year, about to be two. Yeah, and he's still a puppy. And he's this a guy, he's is a great crazy. dog. Yeah, but they, my mom did look at me and say, you know, I probably should have listened to you. Yeah, you know, I I do know a thing or two about dogs, and and it's a lot. You know, people forget. I was talking to somebody recently who said. You know, I forgot how much work a puppy is, and yep. people for, we all forget. I mean, you know, fifteen years goes it, by, and it comes it comes back though that first night. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Yeah, it's just it, it, those are you know we want to have fun on this show. Yeah, you know we want to you know bring you know those crazy dog owners in that you know have the have the van with the paws on the side of it. Oh my gosh, I just had a good idea. What if we have like who's the nerdiest dog nerd and it's like you a quiz off between like me and our guests that would be fun wow yeah and and I'm, i think i'm super competitive so 
That, yeah. that could be interesting. That would be a that'd be a battle royale, I would say. <laughs> that would I like it. It's a great idea. Send us, you know, send us that uh, Yeah, send us your thoughts, your ideas. Yeah. If you have any um anything you'd like us to cover. We have a, a list that we know we're gonna cover, but let us know what you want to learn about. Yeah, and where where can they send that information? They can send it to dognerdshow at gmail.com. You can find us online at dognerdshow.com. And you can find us on social media everywhere at dognerdshow. Awesome. Yeah. Great. So that's kind of a snapshot of what we're looking to do with this podcast. And we're excited. It's going to be interactive. Oh, speaking of interactive, I forgot to illustrate just how dog nerdy I am. Oh, yeah. With my books. There was Finley. I don't know if that got picked up. but I think it did, yeah. With my books, um, I named, I'm sure you guys figured this out, but I named the main characters after our dogs. So Riley and Finn are named after Riley and Finley. Okay, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. But you said interactive. I, and I may, I may have said that already, but I wanted to make sure that just got in there. No, yeah, I think, yeah, for sure. And it's just exciting that we're going to have a great interactive show that, we're all going to learn from and have, have a blast and share stories. I think we're going to laugh a lot on, yeah. this, on this show. So we look forward to uh, you guys tuning in. And like Megan said, we're, we're available on all the social medias and at dog nerd show at gmail.com. Send us a line. We certainly appreciate you tuning in. And until next time, thank you. Bye guys. Bye. See you next time. <laughs>